Hey, what's going on? This is Sue Peters, and you are listening to the Mompreneur Lifestyle Secrets Podcast. Here's the big question. As women, how can we have it all? Stay at home with our babies, bring in an income that lets us live a life full of passion and purpose, and maintain our health and self-identity along the way? This podcast is going to help give you that answer. Well, hello, everybody. So I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope 2020 is going fantastic for you so far. Um, I mean, I just really hope that you come into this year and are just, you know, feeling excited and inspired and really want to make 2020 the best year ever. Um, So I want to talk to you guys today a little bit about not winging it. really going in and building your business with intention. And I really feel like this is what it takes to build a business. You have to be dedicated and you have to go into it with a strong intention. If you come into this, any form of business, whether it's MLM or, you know, building something brick and mortar, regardless of what it is, if you don't go into it intentionally, um, you don't have a plan. You don't have a direction. You don't have, you know, a way to figure out where you're going and, you know, what direction your business is going to um, go. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Um, <clears throat> and thinking about this topic, um, this is kind of a big one because I, I really feel like <laughs> in the beginning I was definitely winging it in this business. Um, I had obviously my, you know, my own thoughts of what MLM was, and you know, my impression of it was probably the same as the majority of people out there where, you know, you're just basically selling products that, I mean, you're just, whether you're doing home parties or, you know, sending messages or whatever the case may be, um, it's basically all about the product. And that's could not be further from the truth in terms of really building this um, business with purpose. And it reminded me <laughs> of a situation that we had here at home. Um, this was I think it's been two years ago now, but we had a huge, huge ground bubble. And it was like right outside um, of our house, um, I don't know, several feet away from from where our house was. And we knew it was from the drainage tile. Like, you know, when it rains, you know, it goes obviously down the gutters and then it gets pushed out away from the house, right? So we knew it was coming from that, but we did not know like where the actual ground bubble itself was sourced from. So... You know, we're, we're on five acres and we have um, ground tiles that take that go from our house all the way to the back. And there's this huge lake back behind our house. And that's where all of the water drains off to. Um, so whether it's leaving our pond or whether it's coming off of, you know, the, our gutters, it's, it's pushed away from the house and ultimately heads back to where that lake is. Right. So here we we out of nowhere realize we have this massive ground bubble and I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen one of those but they are the craziest thing they they literally I mean they look exactly like they sound so it's just a ton of water that has built up underneath the sod of the ground and it hasn't burst so like there's no there's no hole for the water to like seep through and if you like stand on it the water will kind of seep through but it, it's developed like this big balloon bubble underneath that it just hasn't like popped right so when we are trying to figure out like 
where this ground bubble is coming from, um, we we literally had to dig deep because the the tiles and that are going the ground that push the water away from the house. I mean, they're deep underground. They're they're way 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 down, and we um, we didn't know like where that source was coming from. I mean, your your logic thinking is it's coming from directly underneath where the ground bubble would be, but that's not always the case. And if you think about it, I mean, this ground bubble was massive. I mean, it was probably, I don't even know, but I know like my kids could probably lay end to end. So 10 to 15 feet in diameter. I mean, it was, it was really, really, really huge. And so if we were to just start digging, right, if we were to pop this bubble, which we did, and it burst everywhere, it was so, so crazy. But if we were to just pop this bubble and just start randomly digging, we would be digging forever, right? We would have like no idea where, where, where the actual source of the break in the ground tile was. And we were confident that that's what it was, was a break in the ground tile, but we didn't know where. Right. So if we were to just start digging, we we could dig up, I mean, tons and tons of area before we wound up finding the actual break in the tile. Right. So what we did, we bought this apparatus and it's like it's a really like thin pole, but it's really super strong so that you could like push it into the ground. And when you push it into the ground, first of all, we have a ton of clay on our property. So digging in the first place when you're using a shovel is just not a pleasant experience um, and, and definitely challenging. Um, but we bought this, this apparatus and it's basically like um, a really thin rod that's steel and you push it into the ground and it allows you to like check to see like how pliable the ground is you can find the actual ground tile um because that's the other thing too is we don't know what direction the ground tile goes on our property so you know we can see where the gutters are but once the ground tile goes underground like it kind of curves around so we the the way the property sits you know what i mean there's like an angle there so i mean it could have been like anywhere back in there in terms of the direction of where the the ground tile will go so we had to figure out where to even begin right so we we bought this apparatus and what you do is you push it into the ground and you basically find um where where there's resistance so when you hit the ground tile the the tiles that are underground they have holes in them anyway so water can kind of seep out at least i I believe that's the case (laughs) So when you use this apparatus, you dig into the ground and when you hit the tile, it'll pop through and then there's obviously the tile is open. So you would have a bunch of, um, uh, you would lose resistance and the apparatus would then just go way deep, right? Like it would just like drop, uh, like, I don't know, two feet, however big the the ground tile is. Does that make sense? Um, So what we did is we took this apparatus and we took the time to go through and like basically poke holes with this in the yard and you can't see them like it didn't do any damage to the yard at all you can't see the holes but we did we took the time to dig and not dig but use the apparatus to like push down into the ground to figure out first of all number one where is the ground tile like where does it even sit in the yard like what direction do we need to even go in order to find where the ground tile is and then number two, once we found the ground tile, we were able to follow its path to figure out like where the break was. So like where was it that we stopped getting, um, you know, where, where the apparatus would stop like going through the ground. I hope that makes sense, right? So if you think of like, I don't know, like if you think of, you know, like a cup 
or something if you, you know, the cup has empty space inside. So if you're pushing something through, you're going to have resistance until you hit that empty space. When you hit that empty space, you're going to just basically drop, right? So that's kind of like exactly what this apparatus was and how we were able to figure out, number one, where the ground tile was and number two, where it was that we started to get resistance in the ground tile so that we could figure out where that break was. Because if the ground tile's broken and it's obviously fills up with dirt, now you no longer have that space in there where you would, you know, push through, right? So we basically planned, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise you. (laughs) Um, We basically created this plan. So instead of going outside, we knew it was something with it, we knew it was a break somewhere in the ground tile, we just did not know where. So instead of winging it and going out there and digging up the entire yard, possibly hitting a pipe or, you know, something else, who knows, right? Um, You know, instead of going out there and like winging it and just, you know, digging everything up, we created a plan. And we have to do that with our business. We have to, you know, test and monitor and, you know, think think logically in terms of how we're going to build our business. What's the next step? And we don't have to think, you know, too far ahead. If you if you look at, at your business and you're just like, you know, this is where I want to be and it's miles and miles and miles ahead of you, it's going to feel like it takes too much to get there. It's going to feel overwhelming and you're going to feel like you're never going to get there. But if you take it just one and you just look at a couple steps at a time, the few steps that are ahead of you and you just kind of plan ahead and you just start looking at the next step, when you as you start gaining momentum, you're going to figure out where the next step is and what you should do next in order to propel yourself forward a little bit more, right? So I hope that makes sense. Coming into this business and completely winging it, um, you're you're not going to gain any traction. You're really not going to go anywhere, and you're going to set yourself up for feeling overwhelmed and frustrated, and feeling like this business just isn't for you, and um, you know, lead to burnout. You're going to just eventually burn yourself out if you come into this business and you have a plan on where you want to be. And you start by creating intention in your business and what it is that you're doing task by task every single day to create that intention. And that's going to allow you to basically set in motion a plan, set in motion what it is that you should be doing every single day. What are those tiny little tasks that you should be doing every single day that allow your business to actually move forward? It's going to help keep you away from being distracted and having squirrel brain, right? Like we all can, especially with anything at all dealing with social media. Um, it can be very distracting. I mean, we we can get on there, we can just suddenly start scrolling, and before we know it, we haven't done anything at all for our business. So if you come in and you're you're winging it and you're just throwing up posts and you're just hoping something sticks and you're throwing out messages and you're hoping someone responds, your business is likely going to be held back. But if you come into it with intention, if you come into it with a, a plan of where you want to be, and even if you don't know it yet, right? Like I didn't know any of the stuff that I do today. I did not know any of it. When it comes to like the marketing and how I'm figuring things out and, you know, paid prospecting and bringing people in and providing value and what I'm sharing every single day and who I'm messaging every day and who I'm talking to and who I'm inviting and what my emails are. I didn't know any of that. I had to figure it all out. And when I started this business, I absolutely did wing it because I just did not know what else to do. Um, but I kept moving forward and I kept you know, finding the, the things and the tasks that I needed to be doing every single day. And it eventually led me to understanding that I needed to create 
that plan. I needed to have that master plan every day on what I wanted to do. And I needed to know where my end goal was. What is it that I'm shooting for? And then I'm only looking a couple steps ahead. I'm not going to continuously look at that long-term goal because that's going to feel far away. It's going to feel overwhelming. And it's really no difference it really is truly no different than like a health and fitness journey. And if you think about it from that standpoint, so many people want a quick fix. They just want that immediate gratification. And that's not possible. It's not possible in business, in nutrition, changing your health, or in fitness. And when it came to my hypothyroidism, and I talked to so many people that just, they just want a quick answer. And I cannot give them a quick answer. There is no quick answer. You have to begin changing your habits every single day. And it takes consistency every single day. You have to do it every single day. Just like one unhealthy meal did not get your health to where it is today, one salad is not going to get you to reach your goals. And it's the same type of thing. So if you If you have this ultimate goal of being off of medication like I am, or if you have this ultimate goal of losing, you know, 40 or 50 pounds, if you look at that end goal every day and if you look at it all the time and you're just constantly dwelling on, I want it faster, it's not moving quick enough, I I don't have a plan, I'm just winging it, and all you do is just know that you want that 50 pounds off or you want to be off of medication, but you don't set a plan to get there, you don't set intention to get there, and you don't start looking at those short-term goals that lead you there, it's going to be harder, it's going to be more overwhelming. So you have to chunk things down, you have to set intention, you have to create that plan and have a master plan in place. And, you know, just look at tiny little goals at a time, right? So if your goal is 50 pound weight loss, two goals at a, or two pounds at a time, right? We are focused on the next two to three pounds. How are we going to get those next two to three pounds off, right? If your goal is to be fit and, you know, make it through a specific workout program, then, you know, your goal is just the first 10 minutes. See if you can make it through the first 10 minutes without any modifications, then modify and pause the rest of it if you have to. The next time you do it, then it's the first 12 minutes, then it's the next 14 minutes and so on down the line, right? So look at those tiny little goals and celebrate every single one of those little goals as you progress in your bit, your business, your health journey, whatever it is that you want to attain, um, that is how you get there. Those tiny little steps, going into it with a plan, with intention, and just progressing forward and celebrating every single win along the way. So I hope that makes sense today, you guys. And that has been really such a huge game changer in my business. And it's been a big aha moment with my health. You know, I look at where I'm at today and I look back to almost five years ago when I started this whole thing. And it's like, oh my gosh, I see this big picture now. Like I, it felt like I was never going to get to where I wanted to be. It felt like I would never feel normal again. I would never have my energy back. My hair would never grow back. My skin would never be soft again. You know, it felt completely impossible five years ago when I started. And when I look at today, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was the journey and it was the consistency and it was the everyday little itty bitty plans and efforts that I made that got me to where I am today. Um, so it's it's just absolutely crazy. Um, and it's just so important. So I hope that helps you guys today. I hope that helps you maybe set some more goals and some intention and you know those tiny little goals that can just help you to um, be where you really wanna be and make 2020 the best year you've ever had. So you guys have an amazing day and we'll chat again soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave feedback. 
Do you have a question for the show? Head over to mompreneurlifestylesecrets.com and leave me a recorded message. I'll play it live and answer your question right on the show.